One of the first things that new players learn when they come to pickleball is that they should try to return the serve deep in the court. Get that serve back near the baseline, right? Never mind, most people misunderstand why a deep return can actually be effective, but it has become virtually axiomatic in most pickleball circles that you try to push your opponents back with that return of serve. And while it's true, a deep return can be an effective tool when playing pickleball, I think that there's also some very good evidence to suggest that a short return of serve can be as good or possibly even better. And that is what we're going to be talking about today on Pickleball Problems. Welcome to Pickleball Problems. I'm your host, Mark Renison. Today, we are talking about the short return of serve. The short return of serve. Yes, we often want to hit returns of serve deep in the court, and that's what we're told as soon as we get to pickleball, but I think that there are good reasons to praise the short return of serve. So let's get to it. Why might we want a short return of serve? Well, the first thing we can think about is that we are shortening the distance that your opponent's ball can travel. So let's do some quick math here. It's 44 feet from baseline to baseline. So that means when I serve to you and you hit the return of serve to me and I'm hitting my third shot drive, if I'm at the baseline, well, my ball's really got 44 feet. It's got to travel to stay in play, right? For me at the baseline, blast that ball low and fast over the net. It's got 44 feet it can travel. Now, when you hit that short return of serve, though, and all of a sudden I have to move forward to hit my third shot. Let's say I'm moving, I don't know, 10 feet inside my baseline. Well, all of a sudden, instead of having a 44-foot area that I'm going to hit my ball through, well, you've now shortened it. I've now got just 34 feet to hit to, right? Every foot forward that I go is now one foot less that I have to work with when I'm hitting that third shot. And so why does that matter? Well, that matters because now like my fast ball has a better chance of going long, right? Not as much room to aim for, ball's more likely to go out the back of the court. Now, of course, it is important here that we also consider the height of the ball. Because if your return of serve is short but really high, and now I can come forward and hit on a downward trajectory, well, okay, I can just hit that ball down into the court. So that's not great. So there is a bit of a caveat here that that return of serve should be short enough that I've got to at least be hitting straight ahead. Better yet, force me to hit the ball on an upward trajectory. Because all of a sudden, I'm going to have less room to work with, and my fastball is more likely to go out. Hey there, it's Mark. Pickleball Problems is brought to you by Selkirk TV. Selkirk TV gives you a front row seat to live pickleball matches, past championships, on-demand skills training, including my pretty great show called Pickleball Today, as well as behind-the-scenes insights and so much more. Available in the App Store and on Google Play, Selkirk TV is the perfect app for any pickleball fan. Download the app today for free and get started watching pickleball's very best online content. Selkirk TV. This podcast is brought to you by Pickleball Coaching International. PCI offers instructor education and certification in the United States and around the world. If you've thought about becoming a certified pickleball instructor, Pickleball Coaching International is your best bet. PCI certification is just $249 and includes all your training materials, tons of resources, all your evaluations, liability insurance, and great deals from our friends at Selkirk Sport. There is no better deal out there. Did I mention that level one certification is 100% online? So you can take the course when it works for you. You don't have to worry about costly or inconvenient travel. Like I do here at the show, PCI certification takes a modern, practical look at teaching pickleball in a way that is safe, fun, and effective. Head over to PCIPickleball.com to learn more and to start your certification course today. 
That's PCIPickleball.com. Pickleball Coaching International. We make good coaches even better. Welcome back to Pickleball Problems Day. We're talking about short returns of serve and what they can be good for. Are you familiar with the shake and bake? That's right, the shake and bake. So for those of you who aren't familiar, let's let's do a little terminology here. So the shake and bake is when one person hits a third shot. It's usually a third shot drive, but it doesn't have to be. One person's hitting a third shot, and as that person's getting ready to hit their third shot drive, let's say, the non-hitter, right, the hitter's partner, they start moving toward the net. And what they're doing here, there's sort of a planned poach here. After I play that third shot drive, my partner has been already been moving toward the net. They are going to cross in front. And why is that? Well, they do that because if I'm far back, let's say I'm way back at the baseline because of your deep return of serve, and I'm hitting that third shot drive, and my partner starts creeping toward the net. Well, you on the other side, the person who's going to be handling my drive, you know what? You are going to look at me and say, hey, there's Mark way back there. He's not much of a threat, but his partner who's creeping forward is a big threat. And so where are you more likely to hit your volley after I drive that ball at you? Well, you're more likely to try to hit that volley back toward me. You're trying to avoid my partner who's coming forward to the net, right? And that's pretty obvious. My partner's up close to you. They're a big threat. I'm very far back in the court. I'm not so much of a threat. It is pretty obvious that you're going to, most of the time, try to play your volley away from that attacking that person and back to the person driving the ball, right? Right. But here's the thing. Let's say that the return of serve isn't so deep. Your return of serve doesn't push me on or behind the baseline. Your return of serve brings me inside the baseline. Let's say I'm hitting at three-quarter court. Well, now the shake and bake, I mean, it's not so obvious where the open court's going to go or where the open court's going to be because I've had to move forward to receive your short return and my partner has had to come forward as well. We're both kind of like at three-quarter court. So you sort of take away an effective shake and bake from us because now when you play that volley that I drive at you, I have no idea where you're going to go with it. You might go back to me, but you might go back to my partner. And because we're both at three-quarter court, again, because the return was kind of short, well, all of a sudden, my partner's probably going to feel like it's less obvious that they can poach, they can go to that open court because there isn't so much of an open court. So I think that... uh, one effect of a short return of serve is that it takes away the obvious shake and bake from your opponents. The third reason I want to flag here about why we might want to return serve short has to do with momentum. Now remember, let's say you're playing a third shot drop. A drop is a shot that's designed to force an upward hit from the opponents, right? It's supposed to be low and slow, the ball dropping over the net so the opponent has to hit up. And those shots they're tough to hit. You probably know this at home. You probably attempt your drops and blow them all the time. Well, not all the time, but some of the time at least. And very often when we miss those third shot drops, they sit up too high, right? My, my drop was too high and then the opponents pounced on it. Well, one of the reasons typically that drops are too high is that the ball is going too fast off the paddle, right? There's just too much speed. It has a little bit of an arc, but if it's got too much speed, that little arc turns into a bigger arc. And that bigger arc means the ball sits up and then the opponents at the net attack it. So it's really important that we can control the speed of the ball when we're playing a drop, if we're going to have that ball stay low and slow. And that's tough to do. But you know what makes it even tougher? if you're also running forward at the same time. And that is exactly what happens when the return of serve is short. If I'm serving to you and you return a ball back to me around the baseline and I can set up and be on balance and sort of be standing still when I hit it, 
you know, I've, I've got a pretty decent shot of making that drop. But if all of a sudden I'm running forward because you play this low little slicing return, well, now as I'm running forward, I'm creating momentum. And that momentum is likely to get transferred to the ball. So I need to compensate for that. So all of a sudden I'm running forward and I've got more momentum and I'm close to the net. That can make it a lot tougher to hit an effective third shot drop. So that's one more reason why I think that hitting a return of serve short can cause some trouble for your opponents. Drops are tough to hit, and when they have to hit them on the run, especially when they're running forward, they can be extra tough. All right, well, there you have it. That's going to be it for this episode of Pickleball Problems. Three reasons why you might want to return serve short. You're going to shorten the court, make it more likely your opponents hit those fastballs long. You take away the obvious shake and bake opportunity for your opponents, and you make it hard for your opponents to manage momentum. What do you think about this? Do you use the short return of serve? If so, how? If not, why not? I'd love to know about it. Why not send me an email? Mark at thirdshotsports.com is a great way to get in touch with us. This episode, of course, is brought to you by Pickleball Coaching International. If you are a pickleball instructor or you want to be one, I think you're going to love what we've got going on over at Pickleball Coaching International. Head over to PCIPickleball.com. This is your last chance to lock in that low, low pricing, the 2022 pricing. Prices are going up a little bit in 2023. So head over there, PCIPickleball.com. Check it out. And until next time, I'm Mark Renison. Thanks for listening.